Casey Litt, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for coming in today. You're, this was the perfect day. Day it before spring day. break. That's right. What did you say? Day before spring break. That is, yeah. Allison, uh, my wife's a teacher, and she's always like, three more wake-ups to the kids. <laughs> One more wake-up. You know, That's so cute. Zero wake-ups. This is it. We're on spring break, girls. Woohoo! Yeah. And it's a pretty day. It's a little chilly, but it's a pretty day. It's a great day. It's a good day to walk dogs. It's a it's fantastic Train dogs, right? Yeah. Fantastic day. Nice and sunshine. We've got really big outdoor yards that they can play and romp mm-hmm. in. Agility equipment that we run them up and down on. And Do you also have a place inside to train them? We do. Um, we have about 6,500 square feet under roof. Uh, it used to be a human daycare. Now oh. it's a doggy daycare. Where, where are you at? <laughs> I'm on uh, Powder Springs Road in Marietta, but West Marietta. We kind of mm. border Powder Springs, Kennesaw. We're mm. right smack in the middle of everything. That's awesome. I love it. And uh, it says you, you used to be an IT. I used to be right? an IT. And tell me the story from the, the jump from IT to, to uh, training dogs and Caring well, for dogs. I've always, always, always had dogs in my life and have always volunteered at humane society shelters wherever I lived. Being in IT, we tend to move around a little bit. Um, but in 1994, we ended up here in Atlanta with IBM, my husband and I. And uh, Both of y'all worked for IBM? Both of us worked for IBM. And... Uh, um, he stayed with IBM. I went to another company, uh, and my manager at that company, it was uh, at a Christmas uh, party, dinner party, and she went around the room and she said, okay, if you all could just do something that you love and you wouldn't fail, what would it be? And I was the first one to answer, and out of my mouth came doggy daycare boarding and training facility. I had never said the <laughs> words out loud. It just was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Sure, it was it. It came. It came uh, naturally, right? It absolutely came naturally. I read a book uh, a few years before that called "Don't Shoot the Dog" by a lady named Karen Pryor, who is the mother of clicker training. If you've ever seen dog training mm-hmm. that uses sure. the clicker, mm-hmm. yep. and um, although I used her methods to train my dogs at the time, I used her methods to train my husband because Ooh, it was all nice. have to try that. It was all about communication. Did you use the clicker? I did not use the clicker. <laughs> uh, this was this was years before the love language books, yeah. books that mm-hmm. everybody. But it, it's much on the same thing, you know, in training dogs as well as as working with people. You have to find what motivates somebody. Mm. And um, it's sometimes a little easier with dogs because you got the big three treats, mm-hmm. love, or toys. <laughs> but with people, you kind of have to find other things. And uh, community that that book still stays with me as I work with my staff members, as I work with my customers, um, finding out what what motivates them. Uh, believe it or not, with the staff members, it's not always money. Um, it is recognition um and i i have to tell you i have the best staff in the world that's awesome that helps that, that helps definitely for sure. makes things easier so um so you you retired from ibm or you just like hey i'm out of here i'm taking this fishbowl well i left Bye. ibm and i went to work for a global another global company called sap they're um main uh, they're mainly out of germany but they they cover the world 
and uh, I had um, spoken the words out loud that I wanted to do this. And then a couple of years later, I was on a, uh, a really long trip. Um, SAP would send me to different places and I'd be there for several weeks at a time. And I was um, in Asia Pacific and I was tired and I was sick and I'd already been on travel for two weeks and I had another two weeks ahead of me and I called my husband, it was middle of the night here, and said, uh, I don't want to do this anymore, I want to quit. And, uh, and he said, okay, that's great. Um, and we had a plan. I then found a great dog training school. I physically went to dog training school. Right now, that's kind of hard to do. Everything's online. But this particular group was called Catch Academy. They're out in New Jersey. We did a six-week-long program in a really large no-kill shelter in the middle of New Jersey. Mm. Um, we worked with a lot of tough dogs every day. We had uh, what I call my two hours of book learning in the morning, <laughs> and then we just worked with these dogs um, for hours, and most of us would stay, you know, class was supposed to be finished at five o'clock. We would stay until the shelter staff would kick us out because they wanted to close. <laughs> um, but it was great because over the weekend, they would have their adoption events, and we'd come back in on Monday and be like, okay, who got adopted? Who got adopted? Mm. And we helped a lot of dogs get adopted. That's awesome. And that's what I see. That is really a driving factor for me in, in building Critter Keepers Club because working in rescue as long as I have, I see the dogs that maybe they're not paired up with the right family, mm. um, a lot of active dogs with a lot of unactive families, and you've got that, that mix. Critter Keepers Club, we want to be able to help you to keep your dog and to help your dog learn manners and become a productive man or member of the family. Um, so we do lots of exercise. Um, sometimes our dogs lose weight when they come to us because that's good. They uh, um, they just spend a lot of of energy with us. Um, so we do board and train programs. We do daily daycare. We're open 365 days a year. And so as a consumer of these products, um, I took everything that I loved about all of the companies that I used um, and then some of the things that I maybe didn't love. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, I've always had multiple dogs, so we always offer a multiple dog discount. Um, it wasn't that I couldn't afford it. I just didn't want to pay for this full price for every dog. Mm. Um, and so we offer 20% discount on additional dogs, whether it's boarding, training, daycare. And I also wanted to pick up my dog on Sunday. When I got home from a vacation, if I got home Saturday night, I wanted my dog on Sunday. Mm. Um, and a lot of places were closed on Sunday. I had a, uh, this has been very, very recent, but uh, we have a, a software partner uh, that he he carries his dogs everywhere he go everywhere he goes and um, he uh, he brought them up and boarded them here. But when I say boarded them, he looked on like I can't maybe Google or something like that. And it was a couple that was in a just a really really I think it's a like a bad part of town. And he dropped them off at night, so he's like I didn't know I didn't get close to the house. They grabbed the dogs right. and he said. Uh, 
he tried to call him because they needed food and he had he went and bought food and it was late it was like 11 o'clock at night but he had to get the cops to 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 come in there and knock on the door to wow. get his dogs out and he was like man when they opened the door the the house just didn't look great at all he goes i felt sorry for my dogs to even having to be there yeah so yeah in in our industry there's not a lot of um rules around it uh department of agriculture is who we have to get our our licenses from as long as you know that we are in business Mm -hmm. but people who are set up in their homes maybe don't go through all of the business licensing that um that you know above board businesses do. of course um, so I get inspected every year by Department of Agriculture. Um, they come in and, and look around. Well, I think the difference is this wasn't a business. It was a two people at the house like, yeah, while you're gone, I'll watch your dog. And, yeah, there and are, they're going to do whatever they want to yeah. while they're here. And, and I'm going to go back to my room. There are some great uh, small business owners out there that do in-home care. Uh, either they'll go to your home or they'll mm. bring the dogs to their home. Um there are also some folks that maybe not so. And then there's there's some companies out there that, um, you know, have a really good concept, maybe not so great at checking their people out. Mm. Before I had my sticks and bricks building, um, I did in-home pet care. Mm. Um, and I had five people working for me, and we would go into people's houses. Sometimes we would stay overnight, um, but multiple times a day to to you know walk the dogs or or give them love to me a dog needs at least three visits a day if you're gonna be at home because they're they're not like the kitties that you know you could go in once a day scoop the the cat litter and you know give them a little scratch well the cats aren't pets they're roommates yeah yeah yeah. that's 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 the same that's kind of how it is dogs are your friend that you need to take care of you absolutely (laughs) you absolutely do and um when i opened critter keepers club um and my uh people started you know going to different places Mm -hmm. uh my employees uh, did, I just found it really hard to find people that I would feel good about sending them into people's homes. Sure. So we actually closed that part of, of the business. Um, I just couldn't, I couldn't support both sides. That's right. Mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, yeah. My first spring break, which is like right now, <laughs> the my first spring break, uh, having both Critter Keepers Club and the, the pet sitting service, I was I was running from five o'clock in the morning until midnight because I was doing as many home visits as I was being in the office. Coming back to the office, yeah, yeah. and and working with the dogs there. So, um, it just was a matter of what was going to work for us. If somebody wants that uh, that that more concierge type of uh, hey, come to my house and spend the night, do you you recommend somebody? I do. I still um, keep in touch with. There's a, a. a Georgia pet sitting group that mm-hmm. I was involved with. Um, I love all of these folks. They, um, they go and they get their business licenses. They're fully mm. insured. Uh, you want to, if you're going to have a at home pet sitter, you want to make sure that they're fully insured. Um, yeah, for sure. Because it could be something that's crazy. Uh, they might clog your toilet and then leave the house and didn't know the toilet was running. And then you come home from vacation and you get $10,000 worth of damage. Um, but a insured pet sitter would, uh, 
would be able to cover cover that. that yeah well there's it it's not just on purpose things it's truly accidents that can yeah. ha- that can yeah. happen because they don't know your house for right. sure you know you you don't want to break that ming vase or vase or i think if it's more expensive you're supposed to call it a vase a vase yeah oh, good yeah to know. I, then all i have is vases then yeah <laughs> <laughs> all i have is coke bottles that there, i put the stems in if i need <laughs> there you go yeah so yeah accidents will happen for sure yeah um, and, so that's just that's just how it is yeah so um you know i i i, I tell people and there are some dogs that just are not suited into coming into a, a boarding facility and so we always do an assessment prior to bringing any dog in um, because even the boarding dogs, they go into our daycare groups. And so we've got, um, we've got the big crazies, which are really big dogs, very hard personalities. Uh, then our next group is called the noodles, and they are exactly <laughs> what that sounds like. They're wiggly, and and a lot of them are kind of adolescent puppies and bouncy, bouncy. Yeah, yeah. Where the big crazies would be like, stop that, stop that. Right. <laughs> yeah. What kind of dogs do you have personally? I have a lot of dogs. I have, um, I have. Let me see the. I have a 16 year old Jackawawa. Okay. Uh, Jack Russell Chihuahua. Um, I have a Brussels Griffon mix who's about 15 pounds. Um, he actually is who we call the chairman of the board of dog rectors. His okay. name is Bubba. Um, <laughs> he tried to run for president last year as a he lost a write-in candidate, but didn't get too many votes. That sucks. And Maybe <laughs> next year, right? His slogan but was because is it because dogs have shorter lives? It's er- it, it can't be every four years, though. Right. It's got to be every, like, every other like year. six months. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, his slogan was, because it can't get much worse. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one. Yeah, with a cute face, that, all, that, that yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also have a, an 18-month-old German Shepherd. Oh. Her name is Bunny. I thought it would be funny to have a German Shepherd named Bunny. Yep, it is funny. <laughs> oh, okay. Six, um, and that's 16 months. 18 months. Oh, so that's uh, still a puppy. Yeah. Still a puppy. Yeah. She's a, she, she's, she's a big girl. She's, mm. she's a good girl. But you can see like, like my, my, I had a great Dane for years and even at, you know, they're, they're, st- they're big at 18 months, but they still have those puppy oh, yeah. tendencies. That, yeah. That noodly yeah, moment. That, that's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I also have a two year old Siberian Husky. Cool. He's kind of broken though. He, he doesn't really know he's a Siberian Husky. He doesn't want to go anyplace. He doesn't want to break away. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to howl. He just He's just like... Give me my food. Because they're known derp. for being vocal. All these videos that are going around, they all, Huskies all just make funny sounds. No, no. The only time he, he makes a funny sound is if his brother Hunter, who is my Vishla, leaves him. Okay. Aww. And then he's like, where's my brother? Okay. Um, and then my old man I'm counting five right now yeah and the sixth one is my old man Um, he just turned ten he was a mostly mutts which is a rescue organization that I worked with Um, uh, foster for two years and then my husband gifted him to me for our anniversary He's very important to me because that was the last anniversary gift that my husband gifted because shortly after he was killed in a car wreck. Oh, no. And that was right before um, we had actually, uh, I got a job at Best Friends out in Kanab, Utah, which is a big 
biggest no-kill shelter. Mm. That's where the Michael Vick dogs ended up, mm-hmm. and a lot of the Hurricane mm-hmm. Katrina dogs ended up. And uh, uh, three days before we were to move to Utah, he was uh, in that accident. Mm. I obviously didn't move to Utah, stayed uh, here. but but stayed here. And, and was he still working at uh, IBM? He was not. Um, so he'd retired, and y'all were yeah, working this full time. Yeah. Yeah, so we were, we had not even, I had not opened Critter Keepers Club yet. Okay. Um, I wanted to, um, I wanted to kind of look around before I uh, made the investment into uh, a building and a mm-hmm. property and things like that. A lot of times with um, boarding facilities, because of zoning, we either have to be in an industrial area, which is not so nice, or um, I, I lucked out in the place where I'm at because uh, it's unincorporated Cobb County and they allowed me to open. Um, it was a child daycare. I don't think we make any more noise than the kids do. <laughs> so. nah. Nah. And, and uh, you know, as a, a, prof- a professional that trains dogs, you probably have a better handle on the dogs than some of the teachers do the kids. Yeah, yeah, I like to I like to think that we do also have somebody there 24/7. Mm. So if there's uh when when we put the dogs to bed at night and we turn the lights off, there's usually not a sound until until the morning. morning time. Um they know it's bedtime. They know it's bedtime and they're tired cuz they've been they've been playing all day, wrestling all day. Um, having fun. Well, the Critter Club, how long has the facility been open? Uh, we opened in September 2017. Okay. So y'all been open for four, what, four, four years, years. Four yeah. years now. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And what's next? Like, what do you, what's, do you want to open up more facilities or you just want to, you know, fill the one up you have? Well, we're, we're doing pretty good right now. Um, uh, filling up. It was, uh, COVID hit us, uh, hit us a little bit hard. Mm. Um, daycare is great and it's fun, but it's really boarding that pays the bills. Um, so March came in, uh, like the lion it's supposed to be. And we have done more business in March than we did all of January and February. So oh, wow. it's been crazy well. People are leaving; busy. they're getting out. So I'm, I'm assuming COVID did hit you worse than almost any industry because people were at home with their dogs. Exactly. So they weren't boarding them at all. Oh, yeah. They yeah. weren't boarding them, but it uh, about summertime last year. You know, everybody started with the at home, working at home, got the dogs at home. Mm. I can do this all at home. School my kids, walk my dogs, mm-hmm. do my work. And about summertime came the realization that I got to get something out of here. It ain't going to be that. the kids. It ain't going to be me. So I'm going to bring the dog to daycare. Um, we have uh, our training business is just skyrocketed. That's because awesome. You have all these what I call COVID pups mm-hmm. that um, that don't have not had the opportunity to socialize uh, with either different people or or different dogs um, and so we're trying to fix a lot of that. What is it for somebody that can't afford, you know, uh, to go get their dog trained? What are some things that you can do with your dog, uh, you know, to help with, with discipline? Well, first of all, there's so many videos out on YouTube mm. on uh, working on specific problems. Um, even as a, a dog trainer, 
I will go out on YouTube and and look at specific, you know, okay, I, I've got this dog that absolutely goes crazy over balls and I need to figure out how to curb them away from that. Uh, I'll go look at that. But exercise is always going to be the number, one, yeah. the number one thing. And that's probably the biggest thing that... Um, the biggest frustra- frustration level for the for the dog as mm-hmm. well as the the human because when the dog gets frustrated it doesn't know how to, it you know they're not born speaking english they mm-hmm. don't really understand all yeah. the emotions that we we have um we they don't understand why this shoe is you know two hundred dollars or mm-hmm. or whatever never will um never will understand that dogs do things because they need to do it uh boredom uh, they have to go. Mm-hmm. They 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 don't they don't spite pee as much as I my customers will tell me they're doing, <laughs> it, on purpose. They're doing yeah. it on purpose. They don't. Um, there's there's always some some specific need behind it. Uh, so if you can exercise your dog, and for some dogs that means um, off leash running uh, at a facility like mine or a dog park. Um, a lot of people are not, a lot of people in my industry are not fans of the dog park. I don't mind a dog park. Um, a dog park can be an excellent place for somebody who doesn't have a fenced in yard, who doesn't, the the thing that I mind at a dog park is that people just kind of go and then they're on their phone or they're talking to each other and they're They're not not paying attention. They're not playing with their dogs. They're not paying attention to their dogs. When I get... I will take uh, some of my dogs to a dog park. I become like the Pied Piper because I start playing with the dogs mm-hmm. or I, I move around with the dogs. And um, there's a there's a dog park up here off of Pitner Road that mm-hmm. I used to go to. Um, and uh, if you walked all the way around the perimeter of the big dog side, it was about a quarter mile. So I'm like, heck, I'm going to get my exercise in. Mm-hmm. So I started marching around the perimeter. Next thing I know, every single dog in that park is following me because <laughs> I'm moving and I'm like the Pied Piper of dogs. That's awesome. That's awesome. So look, uh, how can we get a hold of you? Um, you know, how, how do I, you know, where exactly are you? Uh, what's your website? What's your okay. email? All that. Uh, website is www.critter spelled with a K, keepers.com. Uh, phone number 678-923-7663. Uh, you can text that number or call that number. We do have a landline, but I can't even tell you what that number is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you can also reach out to us on Facebook, Critter Keepers Club. Cool. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're gonna we'll we'll uh, we'll do a follow up with you. Maybe come to your your place and yeah, take some pictures and, and put and put them up. And uh, you know, I love play dog- with some dogs. I yeah. love dogs too. Uh, I'll bring my I always dogs. Have. Um, I had uh, you know the great Dane, and uh, unfortunately she passed away. Uh, you know, about a year and a half, two years ago. And then we yeah. we still have the Dotson that's uh, also you know fourteen years old, and she's I didn't she know sleeps you had a dog. she sleeps a lot now yeah and then she gets it she's blind but she goes outside and and when it's warm she gets in the grass and rolls around rolls around and, and yeah and and you're and, talking uh, about your german shepherd being a, a 18 months and you know acting like a puppy but i have a eight-year-old german shepherd and he still acts like a puppy yeah he tries to get up in your lap and 
nudges oh, at my, you to play with him. And... That's my Vishla. Uh, Vishla, they mm-hmm. call them. Uh, 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 if I could unzip my skin and he could get in to be closer to me, that's what he would do. Yeah, the the Great Dane was like that. She tried to. She thought she was three pounds. <laughs> they, call, they call them apartment dogs. I've heard oh, a lot, yeah. that, you know, and they're just just sit down, but. They're so tall. Mine was so tall that, you know, I made a chicken sandwich one day and then I turned around, I was talking on the phone and then I turned around, the chicken sandwich is gone. Oh, from yeah. the counter? Yeah, from the counter. Yeah, and so and then I, I was try. like, God Amati. I was like, get out of here, Peyton. And so she gets out of here. I was like, so I make another one. And I did the same thing. It's not my, it's not her fault. It was my fault. But I turned right around. Right at nose doom, level. And then, and then the all the coffee tables are at tail level. So oh, yeah. if you have a vase or a vase... Keep away. Right. The tail is a whipper. Right. It it whip it whips it down. Yeah, my German Shepherd knocked over some flowers like last week. It was on my coffee table. They were fake flowers. But it's your but. fault though. A lot of people get mad at the dogs. It's your fault. Well, it's my decoration. Exactly. <laughs> and when people come in with puppies, oh, he's eating this, he's eating that. I said, well, where where were the get things? Get out of his reach. Is it, <laughs> is it on the floor? Yeah. Because if it's on the floor, that's, that's his, his zone. That's his territory. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. We really Thank appreciate you. it. We're going to come out and, uh, and visit you. All right. Sounds you, great. You guys be kind to each other out there.